the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Do you know Jesus Christ personally? And more importantly, does Jesus Christ know you? Or will he say, depart from me, I never knew you? Notice Jesus said, many will say to me in that day. Not, Not a few, but many people. Many people will trust in their works that they do for Jesus Christ to get them into heaven. They'll do those works without actually knowing the Lord or being known by the Lord personally. There are many people who say that they believe in God or that they go to church. Sometimes these people think that being a good person and going to church will be enough for them to get into heaven. In today's message, Pastor Dan will be sharing the importance of having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Jesus made a way so that we could know God personally as a friend and a father. Knowing who Jesus is and believing in his death, burial, and resurrection is the only way we can be saved. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Matthew chapter 7 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. Verse 13, enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it, because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. So Jesus puts before us two gates and two paths to follow in life. To enter the kingdom of heaven, you must enter through the narrow gate. Now, Jesus is the narrow gate. In John chapter 10, verse 9, Jesus said, I am the door. Anyone who enters by me will be saved. So Jesus is the gate. He's the door. He's the only way of salvation. In John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus said, he is the only way to the Father. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5, where it says that Jesus is the only mediator between God and man. And so to enter into the kingdom of heaven, we must enter through the narrow gate. And we enter through the narrow gate through repentance and faith in Jesus Christ. Now, Jesus tells us, though, there is this other gate. There is a second gate. It's called the wide gate. And it's easy to enter through the wide gate. And the wide gate leads to the broad way or the broad road. But the wide gate and the broad road, he tells us, leads to destruction. Uh, Look at the end of verse 13. He says, there are many, notice that, there are many who go in by the wide gate. There are many who are walking on the broad road in life. Listen, the majority of people, the majority of people are on 
the broad road that leads to eternal damnation. The wide gate and the broad road is the more popular way. It's more popular with people. Following the broad road is easier than the narrow road. In verse 14, look at verse 14 again. Jesus said the narrow road is difficult. It's demanding. The narrow road is a path of self-denial. The narrow road requires taking up your cross daily. The narrow road is the crucified life. The the broad road, which is more popular, the broad road is much easier. It's far less demanding. There are few rules on the broad road, few restrictions, few requirements. That's why the broad road is so attractive to people. It's inclusive. It's permissive. It's self-oriented. On the broad road, you can live however you want. As long as you profess a belief in God, as long as you say you believe in, in Jesus Christ, you can live how you want on the broad road. Sin is tolerated and accepted. On the broad road. Truth is watered down. On the broad road. Compromise is common. On the broad road. One commentator said. On the broad road. God's word is praised. But not studied. His standards are admired. But not followed. The broad road requires very little or nothing. No no repentance. No spiritual growth. No spiritual maturity. No moral character, no holiness, no commitment, no sacrifice, no change required at all on the broad road. Uh, Look at verse 14 again. Jesus said, the narrow road is difficult and there are few who find it. Now that implies the narrow road must be sought for diligently. You don't accidentally wander onto the narrow road. You don't accidentally walk through the narrow gate. It's not something that is just unintentional. It requires deliberate, intentional effort to stay on the narrow road that leads to life. You know, elsewhere in Luke chapter 13, for example, Jesus said, strive to enter through the narrow gate. Strive. The word word, we get the English word agonize from that word. Uh, in Luke 16, Jesus said, everyone is forcing his way into the kingdom. Implying effort, implying difficulty. The, the narrow road that Jesus calls us to walk to in this life is not easy. It's not effortless. If your Christian life is not demanding, if it doesn't require much effort at all from you, if you'd say it's, it's pretty easy, you're probably on the wrong road. Because the narrow road is not an easy road. So now after giving this invitation to enter by the narrow gate and walk the narrow road in verses 15 to 20, Jesus warns us about false prophets. Now the reason he warns us about false prophets or false teachers here is because false prophets and false teachers point people to the wide gate. And the broad road. They they claim to show the way to heaven and life. But really they are pointing people to hell. And destruction. 
Now, when you, when you look in the Bible, you see that there have always been false prophets pointing people to the broad way. And often in Scripture, the false prophets, listen, they greatly outnumber the true prophets. Uh, in the Old Testament, with the story of Elijah taking on the prophets of Baal, there were 450 prophets of Baal. Remember that? So the true prophets were outnumbered 450 to 1. So Jesus tells us here that, that most people are on the broad road that leads to destruction. And you will find that there are many false teachers and false prophets leading people, pointing people to the broad way. Pointing people to the wide gate. And, and you, may, you may feel at times as kind of like the odd person who's trying to walk this narrow way. And, and live for Jesus Christ. And it may seem to you that so many of your friends or people that you know, they claim to be Christians that, man, man they're just on this broad way. And I, I feel like I'm the only one or only a few of us that are trying to walk this narrow way. You know, one reason I'm so grateful that we have each other in this church is because we can walk the narrow way together and encourage each other. As we follow Christ on the narrow way, all the way to glory. Now look what Jesus says about false prophets in verse 15. He says, beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. He, he tells us here in verse 15 that a false prophet or a false teacher can be very difficult to detect. Uh, they usually don't have a little name tag on that says false prophet. You know, on their social media, hashtag false teaching or anything like that. You're not going to find that. He tells us in verse 15, you know, they're going to they're gonna look like a Christian. They're going to talk like a Christian. They're going to quote scripture. They're going to use the Bible. There's going to be some truth mixed in there. They may appear to be sincere. They may appear to be nice and pleasant and personable and caring and charismatic. They may have an impressive education, impressive degrees, and a resume. They may be popular. They may attract large crowds. That makes sense since most people are on the Broadway. That's why it's so difficult to recognize their, their true nature. Jesus said, by their fruits, you'll know them. You, you look at the fruit of their ministry. You look at the fruit of their teaching. What do you look for? Well, does, does their ministry cause people to get on the narrow way? The narrow path? Or, or does it cause people to kind of follow this, this broad way? That's what you look for. So now that brings us to verse 21. And he says in verse 21, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my father in heaven, 
Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. So a citizen of the kingdom of heaven will have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. We'll return to Pastor Dan's message in just a moment. First, Pastor Dan would like to tell you about the new Calvary Chapel Ellicott City app. We recently launched an app for our church and we're really excited about it. It's designed to keep you connected to our radio ministry, Ring of Truth, as well as to our church, Calvary Chapel. And get this, we have over 1,200 sermons on the app. The app is super convenient, it's easy to use, and allows you to listen to Bible studies anytime, anywhere. So download the app right now, search for Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in your app store, or just follow the links on our website at calvaryec.com. What a great way to stay connected to Scripture. Now, back to today's message on Ring of Truth. Do you know Jesus Christ personally? And more importantly, does Jesus Christ know you? Or will he say, depart from me, I never knew you? Notice Jesus said, many will say to me in that day. Not not a few, but many people. Many people will trust in their works that they do for Jesus Christ to get them into heaven. They'll do those works without actually knowing the Lord or being known by the Lord personally. You have to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, I want you to note here in these verses, look at verse 21. Jesus says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. Verse 22, many will say to me in that day, speaking of the day of judgment, Jesus is clearly declaring here that he's the judge of mankind. That people will stand before him. He doesn't say, many will say to the Lord. He says, many will say to me. People will stand before him. And he will be their judge. Now, I point that out because no one has ever talked like this before. Again, he's sitting on this hillside with thousands of people there. And he's giving this teaching. And now he says, Essentially, I'm God, and I'm the judge of mankind. And many will stand before me on that day and say to me, like, this is mind-blowing to the audience. They've never heard anybody tell. The Old Testament prophets didn't talk like this. They pointed people to the Lord. There's never been anyone who talked like this. Now, look down in verse 28. Now, don't don't worry. We're going to go back and do those other verses, but... Don't get your hopes up. (laughs) Look what it says in verse 28. And so it was when Jesus had ended these sayings that the people were astonished at his teaching. Did you hear what he just said? We're going to stand before him. He's going to be our judge. Only God is judge. What is he saying? For he taught them as one having authority. Authority to judge and not as the scribes. So now we come to this final section here, beginning in verse 24. Verse 24, he says, therefore, 
whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, that's the key. You have to be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. It says, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house upon the rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them, they will be like a foolish man, a fool, who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell. And great was its fall. First, Jesus told us there are two gates. There's the narrow gate and the wide gate. And everyone enters through one of those two gates. Then he told us there are two ways, the narrow way and the broad way. And they lead to two different destinations, life or destruction. And every one of us here is either on the narrow way or the broad way. Then he mentioned two trees, the good tree that bears good fruit and the bad tree that bears bad fruit. Then two groups at the judgment, those who know the Lord personally and those who do not. And now in verses 24 to 27, we have two foundations on which to build your life. The person who hears the words of Jesus Christ and does them, obeys them, that person builds his life upon the rock, and he will be able to withstand when the flood comes. The person who hears the words of Jesus, but then ignores them, does not do them, he is likened to a person who builds his house upon the sand, and when the floods come, all is destroyed, and lost. And Jesus is using this illustration of this building upon a rock and building upon the sand and then the flood coming as a description of God's final judgment. The Bible says it is appointed unto man once to die and then comes the judgment. Every one of us has an appointment with judgment. When we die, we will stand before Jesus Christ and be judged. What we built our life upon will determine the outcome of that judgment. That is, did we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior? And did we obey him? Or not? That's the determination at the judgment. Are you building your life upon the rock Jesus Christ and his word? Or are you building your life on the sand? Now, in Israel, in the Judean desert, there are what are called wadis. A wadi is a dry riverbed. This is what Jesus is talking about. This is what he's referring to in this illustration. Something that's very familiar to all of his audience there that's listening to it. To build your house upon the sand, or first, to build your house upon the rock, is to build it up on one of those rocks above the wadi. To build your house upon the sand is to build your house in the dry riverbed. In the wadi. This is what Jesus is referring to in this illustration. The person who builds his house upon the sand builds his house in that dry riverbed, in that wadi. Someone who builds their house upon the rock is high above that dry riverbed. Now, building your house in a wadi 
would be absolutely foolish, right? He even says that the fool builds his house upon the sand. And Jesus's audience, they're familiar with this. They, they, they would know that no sane person would build their house in a wadi bed. That's just crazy to do that. And, and here's why. Here, here's why. Listen, listen. For 10 months out of the year, it doesn't rain. You can build your house in that wadi and that dry riverbed. And you can build a beautiful home there. And you can live a wonderful life in that dry riverbed in your beautiful home. For most of the year. And you'll think, this is fabulous. This is wonderful. It's good living here in this wadi. But when the rainy season comes, here's what happens. Here's what happens. It rains in the Judean mountains, not not in the desert. It rains in the Judean mountains several miles uh, away and what happens in Israel, this happens every year. In fact, it just happened. It started happening like last week. It's in, it was in the news. It'll rain far away in the Judean mountains. But all of that rainwater drains out of the Judean mountains and flows down to the desert. And floods the wadis. And, and so... Here you are, you have this house, you've built it on the sand in the bed of this wadi. Life is good, everything's great, it's beautiful, it's sunny. But there's a flood coming. And you don't even know it. And all of that rainwater drains out of the Judean mountains. It makes its way down to the deserts and it floods the wadis. And one day, suddenly, as you're living there in this beautiful home, in the dry riverbed, everything's great. A wall of water starts coming down out of nowhere. Here comes this flood. Now, that's the imagery that Jesus uses here. The wise man builds his house upon the rock. The fool builds his house upon the sand. Right? And, and listen, that's the question. What foundation are you building your life on? Are you building your life upon the rock or are you building your life upon the sand? And you can, you listen to me, you can build a wonderful life apart from Jesus Christ. But one day the flood will come. One day judgment will come. And you will stand before Jesus Christ. And there'll be no escaping it. Just, you're not going to escape that. There's no escaping it. Build your life upon the rock. Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for just this great instruction that we've received in the Sermon on the Mount as we've gone through these chapters. And Lord, I I pray that we would enter through the narrow gate and walk the narrow way as difficult as it may be at times. I pray, Lord, that we would build our lives upon the rock, Jesus Christ, and not upon the sand. Lord, I, I pray for anybody here who has is on the broad way or that they would realize they're on the wrong road and that they would switch roads. Lord, I pray for anybody who's just built their life upon the sand, things that are not going to stand when the flood comes. They would build their lives upon the rock, Jesus Christ. 
we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. He asked me how I know, and I say, bring truer than the finest crystal. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan has been teaching through the book of Matthew, verse by verse and chapter by chapter. As you listen through this series, we encourage you to read on your own as well. There's so much to gain from spending time with God in His Word. You'd be amazed at what can be revealed to you in a personal way. Did you hear something today that struck a chord with you and you'd like to hear it again? No problem. All of the messages you hear on Ring of Truth can be found on our website. Go to calvaryec.com and search for these teachings under the Media tab. While you're there, you'll likely find and explore other series or teachings that sound interesting. Are you growing through this study in Matthew? We sure hope so. Another resource you might find useful is our podcast. You can subscribe to the Ring of Truth podcast as another way to stay connected to the teaching of Scripture. We'll notify you each time we upload a new episode. You'll find a link to subscribe to our podcast on our website, calvaryec.com. You can also search for Ring of Truth in iTunes. If you're interested in learning more about the church that supports this radio ministry, our website has all the information you need about Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. Come join us this weekend for worship and Bible study. Once again, that's calvaryec.com. Thanks for listening to Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that crack. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.